football. You get, you get to do that all day. All right, this is uh, I Hate Sports. This is our first episode, and I'm here with my buddy Kyle. My name's Isaac, and uh, you want to jump right into this, man? You got the uh, college the uh, college lowdown on what's going to go down this season? So the Miami-Florida game actually starts in about an hour here, and it's the beginning of the season. Right, right. And I'm very happy, and I can hardly contain my excitement. It's going to be a good year, man. A lot of young, a lot of young guys going to showcase what they can do. So why don't we start off with college football since we brought it up and just kind of jump into that. The, there's, a, there's one good game the first weekend, and besides that, it's honestly just a lot of clunkers. So we'll just talk about the good game this weekend. Uh, we'll give a pick in a random game, and we'll just go from there. So uh, the obvious one is the one in about an hour, the Miami-Florida game. Right, right. Um, you know, I think if you watched last season or know anything about what's going on this season, you're going to have Florida because their roster is a lot better. And also, a first-year coach in Manny Diaz at Miami is going to take him some time to get adjusted. Yeah, Uh, it definitely takes some time to to get the team together. You can't can't do it all in one year, you know? Yeah, and they they do. Miami does have a good defense, and I think that can help them hold it close with Florida for a bit, but I think at at the end of the game it's going to be... I have Florida covering the spread, so which is seven and a half. So I think it's not really gonna be that close to be honest. Right, right. So sorry, Miami. These are the two fucking shittiest teams when it comes to talking trash and stuff too. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of hilarious watching them face off against each other. It really is. And it's like you know, when it really makes you look forward to when they get out on the field, but at the same time it's like just just shut up. Like you remember you're you're in college. You're not even pro yet. (laughs) Two years straight. The year before last was even worse. Florida talking trash to Georgia before they played them, which was stupid because they weren't going to beat Georgia. Exactly. And then my favorite game, um, Miami versus Clemson a few years ago. Miami was talking mad shit. And then right before the game, they came up to Deshaun Watson and started talking trash to him. Clemson went out there and beat him 58 to nothing. It was wonderful. That's what happens, Wonderful man. day. That's what happens. Humble yourselves, Miami fans. Humble. Okay, so I got Miami in that game. The big one this week, the one that's really the... The only really exciting one is uh, Auburn versus Oregon. Yes, and I actually like Oregon a lot in this one. Me too. Yeah, they. I, th- I think that they're being. I don't want to say underrated because there are some people that are picking them, but you know, we live in the South, and if it's not SEC, then they get looked down on majorly. And I don't think Oregon's getting enough credit. I think Justin Herbert's going to be really good this year especially since he decided to come back another year when he could have been the first quarterback to go last year in the draft. Exactly, and so. I think that was a wise move on his part. Yep. I like Oregon a lot. Not only in this game, I like Oregon a lot this year as a whole. And then I just I threw in a game Excuse me, that piques my interest. Um, Wisconsin versus USF. Charlie Strong is a very good coach at USF, and he's going to have them ready. I think Wisconsin wins, but I think they barely squeak by them. That could be a real good game. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a nail-biter, man. So that's pretty much all I've got for college this week. Um, I do think... You want to go over You want to go over our college football playoff picks? Yeah, man. Go ahead. Yeah. I have, by the end of the year, Clemson number one going into the playoffs, obviously. <laughs> Bama number two. Ooh. Ohio State number three. And Texas at number four. 
That's my bold prediction is that Georgia is going to underachieve. Everybody has them in it. But with their receiving core, they are not going to be able to hang in games with teams like Clemson or Alabama that can just sling the ball around and keep putting up points on you. They won't be able to keep up. Um, so I actually like Texas a lot. I feel like they're another team that's being underrated by a lot. Uh, but I have Clemson and Alabama part five in the championship. Yeah, I I don't think that'll surprise anyone if that happens, you know? Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean... Here's the kicker. I think Alabama wins. No way. How yeah. can you say that, bro? I Look, last year before the season, I picked Clemson to beat Alabama. Year before that, I picked Alabama to beat Clemson. Year before that, I picked Clemson to beat Alabama. Year before that, I beat, picked Alabama to beat Clemson. So I'm 4-0 and on those Alabama-Clemson picks. I got to go with what my gut says, and I just don't think you're going to beat Nick Saban two years in a row in the championship. That is a good point. That's a very good point. So it's just, it's nothing. I think Clemson's going to be amazing. I think <clears throat> throughout the year, they're going to have the best offense in the country. But whenever it comes to that game, I just think that Alabama's going to get their revenge once again. So. Right, and it's like it's like what uh, Tim Tebow said, you know, uh, the hard work and all of that uh, doesn't compare to the uh, when you get out there and you really care about the game because if you care about something enough, you're going to fight for it and you're going to win no matter what. So I'm going to say if it comes down to that, I think Clemson will pull it off. Really? Yep. Yeah. That's a good pick. I mean, that would be great. I still can't believe Clemson has won two titles in the past three years. It That's just crazy, blows right? my mind. It's crazy. So who do you have in your playoffs? Have you got yours together yet? I haven't got mine together. Yours okay. is very, very, very close to what mine was going to be. That's cool. We'll like, just we'll pretty do much that. the same. We'll do that another time. Isaac's predictions on college football playoffs coming soon. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the NFL. That's uh, it's a lot more to talk about there. We're going to break down the whole AFC today. Do some bold predictions because who doesn't like predictions? Exactly. Yeah. So uh, you want to start this? Sure, man. What division you want to start with? Uh, let's start with the AFC East. So let's do this rapid fire style. Okay. Like, I'll you go first. You just fire off who the who how you think the division's gonna shake out. So like boom, 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 boom. Yeah, and then you know a quick note on each team or something. Okay. Let's do it. I'm gonna edit music here. Cue music. Patriots fourteen and two. Jets ten and six. Miami six and ten. Buffalo eight and eight. It's a good prediction. Patriots, 13-3. Josh Gordon is back, and that's even scarier when it comes to Tom Brady. Jets, 9-7. The Le'Veon Bell addition is intriguing, and I think he's going to be fantastic. Plus, I think Sam Darnold's going to be way better in his second year. Dolphins, 5-11. I think Josh Rosen will end up starting, and I think he's going to be pretty good. And uh, the way that things ended with him in Arizona was unfair. Bills, 3-13. They added Cole Beasley, who's a shitty rapper. All right. <laughs> Oh my God! You you gave way more uh, way more input on that. I have to. Uh, I'm prepared. Up. I have to step up my game. I have to make sure I'm the crowd favorite. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, let's see. AFC West next. All right. Kansas City Chiefs, thirteen and three. Patrick Mahomes, some special. We all know that. Denver Broncos coming second in the division. That's a real interesting. One. I think uh, Joe Flacco and his uh, veteran, you know. Uh, Quarterback talent will open it up for Philip Lindsay to really shine this year. We all know Von Miller's going to ball. Uh, L.A. eight and eight. Uh, we all talk about the Cliff and Tom Brady, but I think the Cliff's coming faster for Philip Rivers. Uh, let's go Raiders. This is an interesting one. Everyone's expecting the Raiders to just immediately blow up, win the Super Bowl because they got AB. But I'll tell you right now, that's not going to be the case. If he didn't do it with Pittsburgh, he's not going to do it with the Raiders. They're going to go ten and six. 
Ten and six is still pretty good, though. Right. And you hate AB more than most because you are a Steelers fan. True. Uh, all right, I guess it's my turn. Let's do this. Chiefs, 13-3. and Tyreek Hill not getting suspended was huge, and I think he's going to have another fantastic year. Chargers, 10-6. and No Melvin Gordon makes things more interesting for them, but they have Austin Eckler, who's going to be good. Raiders, 8-8. Eight and eight. They drafted a bunch of Clemson boys, so I like them that much more. Um, and if you've been watching Hard Knocks, it makes you root for a team God. a little more. So, yeah. Not besides Antonio <laughs> Brown. Um, the additions of Richie Incognito, Vontez Burfix, and Antonio Brown are all interesting because those are a few locker room guys who historically have not been very good. Bronco, 6-10. Joe Flacco versus Drew Locke's intriguing. I think Joe Flacco will be pretty good and do what he can, but their schedule is brutal, and the division they're in is the most brutal. I think Von Miller and Bradley Chubb are going to be fantastic this year as a duo, and they're going to be a good 6-10 team, but they're going to be 6-10. All right, can we just can we just pause for a second? Okay. AB, let me just address this right now. If I if I got the money he got, the last thing I'm going to be complaining about is my helmet. You know what I'm saying? You can put a fucking trash can over my head if I was making the money he made. Bro, that's what I'm saying, man. He I just it just makes me so mad cuz he started out so humble. He wanted to be a star. He got there and he went I mean, I'm, I was a huge fan of Antonio Brown until he started acting this way, you know. And exactly, bro. It's uh, one, one thing. I, I I don't think he's a terrible guy or anything. I just no. think that he's become a diva. Like I heard that he writes his fan every fan that sends mm-hmm. him a letter. He writes him back and stuff. And he I also writes cool. all his haters on Twitter. Yeah, that's that's half the NFL these days. <laughs> and uh, another thing, uh, Derek Carr is not going to be any Ben Roethlisberger to Antonio Brown. I'm just going to say that right now. Yeah, Antonio Brown's been doing that talk about how good Derek Carr is and stuff, but, you know, he kind of has to do that. Yeah. So, yeah. Did you watch did you watch the last episode of Hard Knocks? I haven't yet, but I'm getting that, there. There's a Frank Caliendo bit copying John Gruden at the beginning of the episode. Oh, really? Hilarious. It's so <laughs> funny, dude. And I, I, I love uh, John Gruden. You know, I like his energy. I think he can't be as... He's a football guy. Yeah, I can't... I, I don't think he can be as stern on the players and as... Uh, <sighs> cruel's not the right word, but... Uh, uh, rough and you know um what's the word i'm looking for like uh he can't be as aggressive with the players as, as he football could be. guys though yeah he, he can't he can't be as aggressive and no pun intended hard knocks to the guys as he could be all those years ago because how much the nfl's changed you got all these divas that will you know just cry and complain about it so you know i don't think john gruden's the same guy same coach as he used to be just because he can't be Hunter Renfro is going to lead the entire NFL in receiving this year. <laughs> Anything's possible. Kidding, of course. I don't really believe that, although I love him. All right, you want to keep this rolling? Yeah. AFC South, go. AFC North, actually. Oh, AFC North, go. <laughs> All right, we got the boys, Pittsburgh Steelers. They're going to win the division 12-4. and four. You're looking at guys like Juju Smith-Schuster. We all know he's great. Dante Moncrief, new addition. Vance McDonald, I think he's going to be a big target for Big Ben. Ryan Switzer, James Conner, Jalen Samuels, of course, Big Ben. 12-4, and four, that's what they're going to end on. And uh, the Baltimore Ravens, I think uh, this year will be a battle for the division between the Ravens and the Steelers, as it usually comes down to. They're playing zero games, man. They got Mark Ingram, Earl Thomas, you know, in the offseason. I think uh, they're gearing up. They got Lamar Jackson. I think he's the second coming of Michael Vick, but I don't think he's going to make those big throws that he needs to do to win those big games. 
so I have them ending 11 and 5. Cleveland Browns, too much hype. I compare them to the Miami Heat when they first got LeBron and Bosch, uh, and they got upset by the Dallas Mavericks in the end because that was their first year. They hadn't got all the chemistry together. When you have that many stars, that many egos, you know, they all want the ball, and I don't think uh, that's going to turn out too well for them this season until they get it together and build that chemistry. I have them into 9-7. and seven. Cincinnati Bengals, sorry about it, but uh, I don't see them doing anything this year. I have them with the worst record of 1-15. So uh, I know that's a little much, but <laughs> it's a little harsh, but I think You just don't see that most I just days. don't see it there, man. I don't see it. I think uh, Andy Dalton is... I think he's, I don't want to say overrated, but uh, that's all I can say about him, really. Well, I would just say you're being biased about the Steelers. However, I agree with you. Exactly. I think I, the Steelers win the division at 11-5. and five. I think the great, experienced teams do better from an underdog perspective, and they are not being talked about like they should be because they're being overshadowed by those bunch of fucking divas in the Cleveland Browns. Uh, I think Steelers go 11-5. and five. You know, obviously, no Antonio Brown or Le'Veon on the roster is going to be interesting this year. But I love Juju. I really do. I Absolutely. love Juju. Great I guy. love James Conner. Great guy. He's, you know, you got. If you're being honest, James Conner is not as good as Le'Veon Bell was. Uh, no. Juju Smith-Schuster right now is not Antonio Brown. However, right I'm now a big believer that word. at the locker room is more united. I'm a big believer that 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 can surpass the talent. And that's what I think is going to happen in Pittsburgh. I think they're actually going to come together for once this year. Big Ben's got to accept some blame whenever he does something wrong. Exactly. But I think they'll do well. Sorry, I'm not rapid firing like I should be. <laughs> Ravens, 9-7, and seven, added Earl Thomas, which is interesting. Fuck Jerry Jones for not going after him. Browns, 8-8. Eight and eight. Odell Beckham Jr. is going to get injured. And fuck Baker Mayfield, and I hate the Browns. Uh, I always thought that whenever – I always usually root for the Browns every year whenever they suck, and now that they actually have the talent, I want them to lose because I hate Baker Mayfield. He is an asshole. <laughs> I hate him. Um, and then I got the Bengals 4-12. and 12. The biggest player that they couldn't – that the, the player they couldn't afford to lose is the one that they lost in A.J. Green. No telling when he's going to be back. I love Joe Mixon. I think Joe Mixon is going to have a really good year. He's just on an awful team. And I think uh, I'm rooting for the Bengals because I really like Andy Dalton as a person. Really like AJ Green as a person. Yeah, um, so I think I think that the the Bengals is the obvious answer to not only lose this division but to be one of the worst teams in the NFL. Four games is pretty generous, to be honest. Yep, and uh, I will say probably the games to watch for this year. And I'm not just saying this because I'm a Steelers fan, but whenever the black and yellow meet the purple and black, you'll want to tune into that. You always want to tune into that. Always brutal games. Yep. Always, I love watching those. All right, and and Lamar Jackson is just an interesting player. I'm with you. I don't think he that really he's is. going to be – I think he's going to be good. I don't think he's going to be great, but I think he's going to get them some wins. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, their Ravens, is, I know you hate it, but they're just a good winning organization. Yeah, and they know, they know how to get it done. Um, like I said, uh, I agree with you when it comes to I think he's going to get them some wins, but I think it's going to be with his legs more than his arm dude he had you see that run by him i think it was a couple weeks ago yes that was awesome that was awesome he had some great runs last season too that uh which really i think that's what uh won him the starting qb spot over joe flacco so his legs are all won him the heisman even though it should have been deshaun watson that won the heisman but whatever we won't go there we will not go there one more division go afc south this is also my bold prediction I'm going to say the Tennessee Titans take it. I think Mariota is finally going to break out this year. 
I think Marcus Mariota is finally going to get it done. He's going to shock the NFL. I think he's going to put up some big numbers, and I think Derrick Henry's going to do the same. 11-4-1. You got the tie in there. That's 11-4-1, baby. I think that uh, Adam Humphreys was uh, a good um, a good acquisition. For- C-L-E-M-S-O-N. <laughs> T-I-G-E-R-S. Fight, Tigers. Fight, Tigers. Fight, fight, fight. <laughs> I think he was a good uh, addition. I think he's going to bail Mariota out a lot. I think when he gets uh, under pressure and gets uh, in some trouble, I think he's going to be his go-to man. And uh, coming in a close, close second is going to be the Houston Texans. Um, I have them at 11-5. and five. Of course, we all know Watson can ball, JJ can ball, Clowney can ball. I think uh, defense is going to be their bread and butter, though. I think uh, their defense is going to be one of the top defenses in the league, and they're definitely going to be a force. Uh, Indianapolis, I think that their bread and butter will be uh, luck to Ebron. Eric Ebron will probably be the top tight end in the NFL next year. He's going high in a lot of fantasy drafts. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. I have the Colts ending at 9-7. and And I have the Jacksonville Jaguars. Last but not least, going five and eleven at the bottom of their division. I don't think, I don't think that Nick Foles is going to shine like he did in Philly. I think the Philly thing was just some magical moment that had a lot to do with the stars just aligned. Sometimes. Yeah, the stars aligned. Nick Foles was in the right place at the right time, and I think that when he gets the starting spot, like we've seen in the past. I don't think I don't think they're gonna go anywhere with that. I just, I just don't see it. Still better than Carson Wentz. All right. <laughs> this time. So I have Texans twelve and four. Two words: Deshaun Watson. Colts twelve and four. Also, only if luck is healthy. I don't know which one of them are gonna win it at the twelve and four record. I didn't go that far into, you know, trying to figure out how. But I think they're gonna split with each other. I think they'll have about the same record in the division. But like I said, it's all about Luck's health. Yep. Andrew Luck, in my opinion, is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. I completely agree. And they cannot, they, they just can't do it without him. Um, so if he's not there, I, I think they could finish third. But I like uh, Deshaun Watson. I like Texans 12-4. and four. They drafted two O-linemen. Protect my boy. Yep. Protect Deshaun. He's got, he's he needs got, it. Th- this goes for Watson and Luck. Their season is riding on their health. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They cannot go down or it's over. And Deshaun is young, dude. He is young. They got to protect him now. I learned that from being a Cowboys fan with Tony Romo. They took too long to start protecting him, and then his injuries kept building and building. And take care of him. He's a great quarterback. Take care of him. Uh, so I got Texans, Colts 12-4, and four, both of them. I got the Titans 7-9. and nine. I know that's I know that's crazy. I think Ryan Tannehill will be the starter by the end of the season. Do you? And I love Marcus Mariota as a person, and I think he could shine elsewhere. But him and the Titans are just not working. Yeah. And which I shouldn't say it's not working. They finished nine and seven three years straight. But uh, hey, he's, the, he, he's that that playoff game against the Chiefs when he threw that touchdown pass to himself. Oh, that was great. that was by far one of the coolest like spur-of-the-moment plays I've ever witnessed. I was in a uh, bar in Nashville whenever that happened. Everybody in that bar started freaking out. Oh, yeah, dude. I I walked in my living room, and it happened. He he said hike as soon as I walked in the living room and looked at the TV, and I was like, what just happened? (laughs) Fuck the Titans, though. Titans fans, listen, we live in Nashville, and I've been to a couple of Titans games. 
going to one tomorrow. And you guys are the worst. You need to straighten up. <laughs> like, if, I mean, the dude, the dude behind us was complaining because we were standing up. My dad's a Steelers fan. We were at the Titan Steelers game. I love you, Dad. Um, the they were complaining about us standing up. They were talking trash about their own players. Yeah. And then, whenever they squeaked out that win because of Rob Rowan is kicking the field goal at the end, they started acting like rest they were the peace. biggest fans ever. Yeah, rest in peace. Man, they're just they're hiding behind so many lies. And it's just <laughs> then I had the Jaguars five and eleven. Gotta throw that out there. So if they if they could just play as well as Jalen Ramsey talks. Yep. But anyway, so that that is that all for the division? Yeah, that, I think that wraps that up, man. Jeez, I think we, we did, are flying I think, through this. I think we did pretty good. Yeah. We still suck, but we're getting better. We're getting better. This is the first, first episode. First episode. Yeah. Hang with us. All right. Want to do some bold predictions? I got that God, right. What's down. more bold than the Titans winning their division? You've already done some bold <laughs> predictions. I feel like all of my picks were pretty vanilla. Yeah, you had some. Yeah. You had some. I kind of, uh, I, I kind of thought ahead of time. Okay, he's probably going to go more, more realistic. I need to go more above and beyond of whoa, you know, like that. Okay, that so might we're going happen. to do. So. We're going to do the NFC Bowl predictions next week, right? Right, right. So we're just doing AFC Bowl predictions right now, and then our we can, we can go ahead and do our MVP picks. I've got my MVP ready. Okay. If, is that cool with you? Yeah. Cool. You go first. Go for it. My MVP pick. Tom Brady. That would be awesome. <laughs> Everybody hates Tom Brady, and I'm like, how can you hate that greatness? I, I am honored that we get to watch – a quarterback win six Super Bowls in our lifetime that we right, get to right. tell our kids about it. That that is a good point. I I don't dislike him as a player. You can't deny his greatness. However, he has beaten the Steelers so many times and ruined so many things for us. But every NFL team, I've never seen the Cowboys beat the Patriots in my life. He does, and guess what? Cowboys are probably not beating the Patriots this year either. Like, never say never. He's he's great. He's just he's just on another level, and I, I hate it whenever people try to say Aaron Rodgers is better than him and stuff like that. I didn't oh, try to come because he's not. That's a whole nother. He's story. got a, it, having a gifted arm does not make you good. Being able to make the the people around you rise up to the occasion exactly be a leader. Having it like I'll never forget last year. Most quarterbacks, you know, especially ones that are older and that have been playing and starting for a long time, they get to a point where. Everything's just routine. They'll go sit on the sideline, wait to go back on the field. I'll never forget in, in a meaningless game last year for the Patriots, it went to the sideline whenever Tom Brady was off for a series. He was on the sideline just warming up, firing passes yeah, late into the he's game. He's very dedicated and that's just to him. His... He is so he is so dedicated and he's such an example to He knows his craft him. very well. Craft. So. <laughs> craft knows. Craft knows Amazon's very well. <laughs> Funny story about that. When you said um you never seen the Cowboys beat the Steelers. I was in Pittsburgh. No, I've seen the Cowboys beat the Steelers. I oh, seen them beat the Patriots. I meant the Patriots. Yeah. The Patriots, sorry. I seen the Steelers beat the Patriots on the field. I was on the field for this. I already know where you're going. I, funny story. I was in the tunnel, and uh, I was getting someone to take a picture of me in the tunnel. And I had my back turned, and I feel someone bump into me. And they say, oh, sorry about that, son. And I said, oh, that's okay. And I turn, and it's Robert Kraft. The owner of the freaking Patriots. Oh, that's not. And what I, th- I immediately thought, I just got touched by a billionaire. You know, maybe that'll rub off on me someday. <laughs> you probably caught secondhand yeah. STD there. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I thought you were about to, since you said on the field, I thought you were about to go. You were at that Steelers-Patriots game last year or the year yes, before whenever yes. that, that bad call that was a catch or I think it was the year before. No, that. no, that was the year before when yeah, Jesse yeah. James caught the ball, scored yeah, a touchdown. That's where I thought you were about to go. That's you know all about that because of the whole Dez Bryant thing. <clears throat> so you got any more bold predictions? I mean, wait, that wasn't a bold prediction. That was an MVP pick. You can't MVP. have any more MVP picks. <coughs> yeah, me. Tom Brady Tom Brady's going to take it this year. I mean... I got I, my boy, Deshaun Watson. Hey, man. Deshaun Watson, he's going to be protected better this year. And I'm telling you, I know what he can do. I saw it. I saw Nick Saban try to prepare for him twice with six weeks to prepare. He couldn't do it. Yeah, you can't contain that, man, man. When he's on, he's on, and he's going to ball. <clears throat> yep. So that's my MVP pick. What, you got some bold predictions? Mm. Bolder than you've already done, which will be difficult. Okay, I'm going to ask you this. Who's going to be the number one running back in the AFC this year? Number one running back in the AFC. Give me a second to think. Le'Veon. Le'Veon. Yep. I think, my opinion, Le'Veon Bell is not going to be the running back that he was in Pittsburgh. I think he's going to be more of a bailout receiver. Big Ben used him a lot as a receiver, and he had yeah, great yeah, success as a receiver. So I think... I think uh, he'll be used a lot at the receiver position, and I think that's where he's going to really shine. I'm not going to say I'm not I'm not saying he's not going to ball as a you know when he carries the ball, but I'm saying that I think he's going to score a lot more by being a receiver. But but to me, that's part of what makes him great. You know? Exactly, he's, he can do everything. He can do it all. Say what you want to about Le'Veon Bell, he's the only receiver in the NFL that I thought was better than Zeke before Zeke, last man. season. Yeah. We got a lot we'll to get talk. to that next. We got I'm a lot have a to lot talk to about say. next episode about Zeke and them boys. I wrote down my bold predictions because I don't remember them off the top of my head. <laughs> okay, my number one running back in the AFC is going to be James. Oh yeah, Connor. I didn't even ask you back. Sorry, bro. James, James Connor. James Connor, really. James Connor's going to ball this year. Y'all remember that? I said it first. The only problem is I've heard that they're going to do more of a running back by committee, even though James Connor will be the starter. Right, right. So if he doesn't get as much playing time, you know, then he's I think not I think Samuels is going to be the third down back, and I think you uh, know Benny Snell's has looked very Benny Snell's looked very average in preseason. Yeah, he yeah. I don't know. I think he's going to take him. Uh, I think he's going to take a good minute to really break out and shine. I think he has it in him definitely to do it, but I don't think he's there yet. I think uh, by watching him, he kind of looked like fresh like out of college and he's trying to adjust to how the pros play that's kind of what i thought by watching him play in the preseason i gotcha i gotcha all these people want to pretend that just because a player comes from the sec that he's automatically going to be he's oh he's been battle tested and stuff battle tested really was the sec battle tested when they lost by 28 points in the (laughs) national championship c-l-e-m-s-o-n-t-i-g-e-o-r-s fight tigers fight tigers fight 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 all right all right. So my bold yeah, prediction, Browns won't live up to the hype. I said that in the picks. I really don't I think uh, I don't think OBJ is going to stay healthy, and I think that's a huge thing. And then I'm hoping and praying that Baker Mayfield will regress. I want to address something real quick. Odell Beckham Jr. is not as special as ESPN makes him out to be. He, he can catch a ball one-handed. Yeah, and how many still, other receivers can do that? Who won that game where he caught the one-handed pass? Do you know who won that game? I don't know. Why don't you tell us? The Dallas motherfucking Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Stop showing that catch. It's not cool if you lose. <laughs> and like, okay. ESPN shared a video 
I don't know if you've seen it on Instagram of him doing like the old school like NFL street catch where he like jumps and catches it in between his I legs one handed. I looked through the comments of that and everyone was saying the same thing. There's plenty of receivers that can catch the ball one handed like that. They just make it special because he had the one handed grab. Antonio Brown can do that. Julio Jones can do that. Jarvis Landry can do that. You know, it's not it's not nothing special. You know, why don't they show all those passes he dropped in the playoffs? So let me ask you this since we're on this subject. Who do you think, because we got time to burn, we kind of flew through this quicker than I thought, who do you think is the best receiver in the NFL? In the entire NFL, it's Antonio Brown. At least you're honest. I think it's Julio Jones, or I think it's DeAndre Hopkins or Julio Jones. Uh, you know, Newt Hopkins is a, a fucking beast. And then... It, it it's a close it's a close battle for me between DeAndre and Antonio Brown. I think if DeAndre was on like the Steelers, they would be an absolute force. Oh, with Big Ben's arm, like that's that's the thing that's gonna that's the thing that they're gonna miss Antonio Brown when it comes to that man. There were just so many long bombs between. Oh Big yeah, ben dude, and, and and so many, and they could spread the field like really well because Antonio's getting double teamed every time. That's gonna leave mm-hmm. someone that can ball like Juju Smith Schuster. However, I think Excuse Juju Smith Schuster is good enough to where he'll still be really good. Yeah, he he is on the grind right now. He is. I watch his uh, I watch his training videos. I watch his uh, his warm ups, his whole uh, uh, routine he does on the practice field, and he is he is dedicated to being one of the greats. And I think he will be. I hope so. He's a likable dude. Oh, definitely. He have you ever seen his YouTube channel? No, but it's I need so to watch great, it. As dude. He, he goes, I can totally see. He goes YouTube. to like raves and shit, and like does his dances, <laughs> and it's so it's so magical, dude. Isn't it crazy that he is like twenty years old? Yeah, man, it's like, he's way richer. Damn, he than is balling, man. Makes me feel like a fucking loser. <laughs> um, so yeah, I like Juju. He's a good guy. I'm like Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Fuck Baker Mayfield. <laughs> okay, I so hate that guy. All right, so my bull predictions. I got more. I'm almost. Go done. ahead. Go ahead. I'm almost done. It's your world. I'm Le'Veon Bell will break 1,500 yards. Ooh. I really believe that. Oof. And I like Sam, people are. I think people are underestimating how good Sam Darnold's going to be. He's going to be a legit threat. People aren't going to be stacking the line against Le'Veon every time. So, uh, and then I got one more. I think Jameis Winston, being led by Bruce Arians, will have his career year. I think he'll have his best year ever this year. So. That's just me. He's and I'm rooting for him. People have been too hard on him. He's done some stupid shit. Yeah, but. he's done the eating that W or whatever the oh, hell that, that was. was. Dumb. That was. I'm talking about his legal stupid shit though. But yeah, even yeah, so, that too. But a, I mean that the the eating the W should have been a uh, should have been a legal issue uh, on itself. That was kind of cringy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, I the same with like I said with Mariota. I think both of them are gonna have you know the best season of their careers. So I agree with you. That'd be cool because they're you know the same. They're the, they were the two big guys from that. Yeah, draft. exactly. So, I've always you know whenever I watched Jameis Winston hammer Clemson, it was like fifty three or fifty eight to fourteen. I try to forget about that game. That was, was rough, whenever whenever I saw how he was talking to his team in the locker room before the game and stuff. I was like, damn, this guy's a real leader. Yep, yep. And I still believe in him. So, to recap our episode, we hate Baker Mayfield. Yeah, you hate him a lot more than I do, but I don't like him. We don't like Baker. I don't like Baker Mayfield. It's another recap. Titans fans, you need to straighten up. Yep. Get your, get your shit together. I have Baker Please. Mayfield twice right now in case you haven't seen. <laughs> and uh, Isaac thinks the Bengals are going to win one game. So One game.
So there's like three Bengals fans in the world, I think. They but did get rid of Marvin Lewis, finally. He's a nice guy. He's a likable guy. I feel bad for him, but they, I do it too, was so overdue. Because I feel like he wasn't a bad coach. It was a bad system. So but. if one of you three Bengals fans that exist in the world out there happens to see this video, you can come after Isaac. Yeah, he I'm, thinks you're going to win one game. I apologize. No I'll, respect. I will let you kick me in the nuts. Maybe. So I hope we weren't too awful in our first episode. We will get better. Uh, this podcast will be available in audio form on every platform, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever you children use these days. And then, obviously, this video is on YouTube. Thank you guys for watching. Isaac, I'll see you tomorrow at our draft. Yes, sir. Have a good one. <laughs>